Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. I am invited to go to Dallas to meet a young woman who has been my mentee for the summer. I belong to an organization that helps mentor women, and we had the most amazing summer, 10 weeks, where we met for one hour daily, and she chose three areas of her life to improve, and we just had beautiful conversations. Such was the case that when we completed our particular program and we gathered with the rest of the mentors and mentees, the president of the organization was so moved by our relationship and our story that she invited us to come to Dallas for a really nice luncheon at the Dallas Country Club where we got to share our story, our journey, and our learnings with 80 people that included her advisory board and some sponsors of the program that donate money for the activities. It is an organization that promotes Christianity in the workplace. And I happen to be part of the board of directors in the Houston community group, which has been really a life-saving group during COVID. So the readings for today are beautiful in that they match the journey. First is Romans chapter 15, where Paul, it is sort of concluding, is coming to the end of his letter to the Romans and saying, I've written to you boldly to remind you because of the grace given, given me by God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in performing the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering up of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. This organization is Christian, and this young girl and I happen to be Catholic. The majority of the people in the group are not. They're, they're Christian of the different denominations. And part of the beauty of our relationship was that we were speaking about things that she had heard from her parents. But sometimes we need to hear things from another adult in, or, in order to find that resonate truthfully inside of our hearts and actually be able to claim it as our own. I really appreciate that my children have other adults that can help them do that very thing to make the word of God and the traditions that are represented in the kingdom of heaven of a new behavior for the daughters and the sons of the most high God that those traditions and those behaviors and those ways of thinking and, and acting are going to be different. The fact that this young woman wrote the most moving description of our time together, they, there was not a single person in the room that was not crying, including me. I felt so 
absolutely moved by the depth of her love and the cherishing we hadn't met. We had only done it virtually. When we met, we both hugged and we both cried. And it was such a beautiful thing. She gave me a medal and wrote a most beautiful letter. It was tremendous. The readings then can resonate with the beauty of the moment that Paul says, I will not dare to speak of anything except that Christ has accomplished what Christ has accomplished through me by the power of science and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God. And that is so true of what this relationship with this young woman was because Monica and I really sharpened each other as daughters of the Most High. And I happened to have walked a little longer on the planet, so I had some perspectives. But I was so deeply moved by her purity, her kindness, her perseverance, her, des her desire to do what things well, her aspirations, that it was truly iron sharpening iron. Paul says, I have finished preaching the gospel of Christ. Thus I aspire to proclaim the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, so that I do not build on another foundations, foundation. But as it is written, those who have never been told of him shall see, and those who have never heard of him shall understand. And although in this group everybody was a Christian, all of us were benefiting from the knowledge that we stand in the world surrounded by people that are not. Psalm 98 reminds us of this truth. The Lord has revealed to the nation his, his saving power. That is why we sing to the Lord a new song, for he's done wondrous deeds, and his right hand has won victory for us, his holy arm, like this job that I'm about to start. And we find that those around us that have not heard about Jesus or his saving power can see how Jesus is working in our very lives, how he's working his story in us. In the morning before I departed for Dallas, I took a couple of books and a notebook because I was going to be thinking about what I was going to say in the plane. And then I was going to put some thoughts down in paper. And I did that when I arrived at the country club because I arrived early. And I planned to say some things about the beauty of being torch bearers when we stand in the world lighting up a fire, like Jesus has said, that he wanted to light up a fire in Calvary, and he did. And he asks that we do the same, that we take that truth and light the fire for someone else. And the reading that I found in a book that I am reading, The Torch and the Sword, that is amazing by Rick Jordan, it's an amazing uh, book, had a particular sentence about how the sunrise in one place is can be the sunset in another and vice versa, that when an era ends, another begins. And part of the message I didn't deliver. Um, I read the audience and I changed it slightly for a more business-like kind of setting in a more business-like tone. And as I was returning back home and I was wondering, Lord, did I deliver the message? that you want to set the world on fire. I was returning, I was driving, and across the entire landscape from one side of my view to another 180 degrees view, there was the most radically bright sunset that had the entire horizon line completely purple 
in a way that it looked like the whole thing was on fire. It was tremendously beautiful. And I am driving back with an Uber in the gentleman who happened to be a Christian from Eritrea, near Somalia and Ethiopia. He is telling me that he is a, a Coptic Christian and that as we are watching the sunset, there is a sunrise happening in his country in that we are at the end of one season and at the beginning of another one, right before we change the time in our part of the world and we fall back in our time for daylight savings. I find it absolutely beautiful when the Lord will take one message and read it for me in a book and then he will repeat it again in the mouth of someone else as I am completing the spirit of waiting for the Lord and trusting that he's going to find something for me and one period of my life is coming to an end and another one is beginning. That the Lord is revealing to the nations his saving power and that the, all the ends of the earth see the salvation of the Lord and that's why we sing joyfully and break into song with Psalm 98. Jesus continues speaking to us through Luke chapter 16. He's talking to us saying a rich man has a steward who is reported to him for squandering the property and he's prepared to let him go and tell him he can no longer be a steward. So what he does is call everybody that owes something and he creates a, a really great scenario where people are going to pay half of what they owe, which means the master of the house will be happy that he got something before the steward left. And the people that owe money will actually be happy that they only get to pay half. So he finds a really great solution. And the Lord says, children of the world can be more prudent in dealing with their own generation than children of the light. And I've always wondered what that meant why this kind of prudence that creates an opportunity for these steward that had done something wrong to get a second chance, that we don't remember that we get second chances in a much more amazing way in the kingdom of heaven. And I felt these today in my own house because I came in and I was stressed out and I said something I shouldn't have said. And I immediately felt that my breastplate the kind of shield that is on us when we're walking in the ways of the Lord felt like there was a bump in it. And then I started dwelling when I had done wrong and I felt like the bump was even, you know, like a crack. And then I actually told someone else what I had done, but rather than doing it in a kind of forgive me for what even, can you believe that I am doing this? I said it to find pity in the person. So it, it kept compounding Instead of coming out of it by saying, hey, I'm sorry I said that, I was finding wanting to find agreement with others, I just kept digging a, a bigger hole for myself until I realized, no, stop, go ask for forgiveness, which is the behavior of the royal daughters of God. We have the privilege of forgiving like God forgives. So go and ask for forgiveness and then explain your true feelings that you feel a little bit off and a little bit uncertain. And you just spoke that with fear rather than with love and that you're sorry. And I did that. And it was an amazing feeling to know that in just one moment, like the steward in the story, we can rebuild the shield as if it were. 
and we can find again our center. So let us go to the Lord and say, Father, you have said that whoever keeps your word is actually being perfected by you. Perfect us, Father. Perfect us, Jesus. Perfect us, Holy Spirit. Allow us to walk in your ways today and every day of our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.